This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Sorepreneurs, uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson. From teenage mom to a recognized top 100 national trial lawyer, award-winning international speaker, number one best-selling author, and successful business and legal strategist, Chevelle certainly knows how to soar, uninterrupted. She's here today to empower and educate you with effective business and legal strategies you can use to build and scale a successful business without interruption. Get ready. Get set. Let's soar. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Chevelle McPherson. Hello. Welcome to Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted. I am super excited today because my wonderful expert friend, editor, uh, guest is just awesome and amazing. And I'm so happy that she took some time out of her busy, busy entrepreneurial schedule to come join us today. Welcome, welcome, Corey. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me on, Chevelle. Oh, it's my pleasure. Listen, I have, ah, I'm so excited. I don't even know where to start. Um, I'm <laughs> going to let you start by introducing yourself to the listeners, letting them know who you are, what you do. So let's just start with that. Okay. Um, I'm Corey Walmsley and I help business owners write books in as little as three months. I'm a writing coach, a book editor, an author, and the executive editor of Inspiring Lives magazine. Amazing. She's amazing. She's awesome. Um, and I, I just want to share, um, we met a few years ago at an Inspiring Lives gala, actually. Yes. And I actually ended up hiring you to help me. So when I say she's awesome and amazing, I'm not just saying that. I mean, if it wasn't for her, my book probably wouldn't be the number one bestseller that it is today because she edited that book and she's great at what she does. So tell them um, a little bit. Well, let's start with this. Let's start with your journey. You just said, you know, you are a, a book writer. You help entrepreneurs get their books out into the world, their messages out into the world. I know you personally helped me edit my book and get it out into the world. Um, and you've been doing great. I've been following you and you're doing amazing things. And you've been helping a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of perspective and, and desiring, aspiring um, authors. But tell us how you got here. Because I always say, most entrepreneurs, they think, oh, look, she's great. She's, you know, she's doing all this great stuff and life is awesome and amazing. But I always say we have what I call the sorepreneur uninterrupted journey. That's the journey that we've gone along. We've been knocked down, but we just kept getting up and we refused to be interrupted. So can you share a little bit about your sorepreneur uninterrupted journey with the listeners? Uh, sure. So. Um I've been writing since uh, I was working on my master's degree. I kind of had books going along the way. Everything I've done is fiction so far. Um, so I was actually working, uh, I've worked for two different government agencies. I started at the Department of Justice, and then I moved to the Department of Energy. And I was working as a uh, writer editor in um, the PR department at the Department of Energy. And while I was there on the side, I was working on my novels and you know doing what I love. Um, it was a bit of a soul sucking job. So I did have in the back of my mind, the plan, um, you know, a few years down the road, once I have both my daughters in school, I would start looking for another position somewhere. And that ended up not being the plan on, uh, my youngest daughter's first birthday. I found out that they were 
cutting half the staff from the PR department. And so I was losing my job two weeks from that day. Wow. Yeah, I was pretty surprised because I was a senior writer. So I thought, you know, I was pretty safe, even Uh if they ended up cutting people. But they cut, I mean, half the staff gone. So uh, I had to come up with a plan. Um, And actually, our mutual friend, Dr. Shelley, uh, she ended up texting me that day. And she was, you know, checking in on me, making sure I was okay. And she sent me the weirdest text. um, Do you have an entrepreneurial drive? anything right now. I just found out I'm losing my job. Um, I had a one-year-old at home, uh, a three-year-old at home, you know, I had a mortgage, I had responsibilities. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And she said, you know, I really think you would do well doing your own business. And so it kind of kicked off from there. Um, I've been doing this a little over three years now, and I have to say I'm significantly happier. (laughs) It's been, um, it's been interesting trying to figure out where I'm going and what I'm doing, but you know, I've been helping business owners write their books and I really love that. Um, a lot of that is, you know, my background is in writing um, and I have gotten to do a lot of work with kids. I've done a lot of work with adults uh, because, you know, writing a book comes very easily to me, but right. necessarily for everybody else. Oh, you know what? It's, it's funny that you say that because here's the thing. When we have an area of expertise is what I tell a lot of my clients and entrepreneurs that I, that I meet. A lot of people, they wonder, like, what can I do? What, you know, I don't know how I will serve the world. I don't know how I will help other people. And usually it's something that we're so good at that we don't even realize is special or we don't even realize that it's talent or we don't even right. realize that it's an area of expertise because what comes so naturally to you or to me in our area of expertise is something that somebody else is struggling with. Yeah, exactly. Right? right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I want to go back a little bit because I heard you say a few things. You said that you were at a soul-sucking job, uh-huh. right? Yeah. But you, you went every day and you did it because you had responsibilities and you had a family. Mm-hmm. And then um, I heard you say, you know, you were doing this writing stuff on the side, mm-hmm. right? So you had a soul-sucking job. You're doing your passion as a side hustle. Mm-hmm. But then when you lose this soul-sucking job, you're still devastated because even though it was soul-sucking, it was what you were used to, right? Yeah, it was steady. (laughs) It was steady. It was constant. And the reason why I want to talk about that a little bit is because most entrepreneurs, um, that's the difficult part about being an entrepreneur. It's like, should I go off and ultimately experience what Corey is experiencing now, being able to have this life of freedom, being able to be with your kids, being able to do your passion, your side hustle is now your main hustle, right? Should I take the risk and do that? Or should I stay at this soul-sucking job because it's comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know what a lot of people do? A lot of people stay at the soul-sucking job, Yeah. right? And I, I think even you said, you would have stayed at that soul-sucking job, but guess what? They sort of pushed you out because they laid you off. Yeah. So most people would look at that and say, oh my God, that's, you know, that would, it's an obstacle. It's a challenge. It's a challenge, right? But you know what? I always say the opportunity is always in the obstacle because had you not been put out and forced to go you know, look for, you had two choices, look for another soul sucking job <laughs> or thank God you got a great friend like Dr. Shelley Hipsky who <laughs> called you and said, how about trying out being an entrepreneur? Right. So, you know, just talk a little bit about that. Like what was, 
what was your um, feeling when, you know, I always say when that like gut wrenching letter pink slip came saying, you know, goodbye, you have no option, you have to go. Mm-hmm. And, and at that time, you weren't ready. You weren't prepared. You didn't even think about Right. So what, what, what was going through your mind during that time? It must have been a difficult time. Yeah, um, there was some relief because I, I mean, I wasn't happy there. So there was that aspect to it. But then there was also like, you know, I'm a contributor to our income. Like, what am I supposed to do? So there was that fear of, you know, how am I going to manage and having two small children too, right. um, because I was actually working from home. So I didn't have to go into the office very often. So I didn't have them in daycare. I had a, a nanny who would come in and we'd switch off between her and my husband and myself. So I had that responsibility that I knew, you know, I have to figure something out, right. um, you know, to be able to do all this. And so, you know, kind of looking around, I wasn't sure where I could go other than starting my own business because I, I did kind of peek around and see if there were other positions and no one wanted to let me work from home. Right. Everyone insisted, oh no, you have to drive you know, all the way into town, you have to drive to the North Hills, um, just like an hour from here. Uh, and I, I knew I didn't want that. I needed the freedom. I needed the flexibility. Um, I wanted to be able to do my own thing. And especially because I love writing so much, I wanted to make sure that I built in some time to work on my own books, at, right. you know, a couple of years down the road. And we've finally been able to do that. So I'm thrilled that I ended up doing what I'm doing. So it sounds like this, what appeared to be, uh an obstacle for you, a difficult time in your life, you were able to find the opportunity in it. And, you know, you, you didn't let it, you know, it, it caused you to stop for a moment, but it did not interrupt your path. And the path that you ultimately ended up walking down was the path of being a successful entrepreneur, because now you have a wonderful business. I'm, you're working from home. You're able to enjoy, you know, raising your children, still contributing to the family. But now the soul sucking job is gone. Right? Right. And it, how does that feel for you? Oh, it's a huge weight off my shoulders. Um, I, you know, there were nights that uh, I would go to bed crying because I just couldn't picture sitting at my desk the next day and having to do what I had to do every single day. And, you know, I don't do that anymore. Right. I, uh, I love coming into my office. I love, uh, you know, getting on a call with somebody and helping them, you know, untangle all of their ideas and, right. you know, start on their books. And it, it's just so nice to be able to help people and to be appreciated. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, are you happy that um, that uh, obstacle sort of came your way? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you think do you think that um, if let's just say that didn't happen and you didn't get the pink slip, mm-hmm. you know, do you think you would have stayed at that soul sucking job a little bit longer because it was secure and it brought it did bring a pay. It was a little flexible. It helped. Do you think yeah. I'm sure I would still be there. My youngest, is, she just turned four in January. So she's got another year and a half before she starts kindergarten. I'm sure I would still be there. <laughs> Well, you know, um, it's, you know, I, I love these kind of stories because I always tell people um, when things like that happen, you always have to look for how can I make the best of this? How can I how can I turn this situation around? You know, and for you, it ended up where a termination ended up being a huge opportunity for you to become an entrepreneur, um, now have time freedom, financial freedom, you know, 
flexibility with raising your family. I mean, it's really, it, it sounds like it really turned out to be great for you. And for the listeners, um, they really need to understand that, that like when things happen, you know, I always say, keep soaring, keep going. Don't let these things interrupt your life and your plan. Because, you know, if you have gifts and talents, like Corey, she had gifts and talents. She was sitting in the soul-sucking job, but clearly, obviously, she had great skills as a writer, as an editor, um, and you're also working with Inspiring Lives Magazine now, right? Um, so, you know, a lot of great things came from that pink slip, <laughs> right? That yeah. pink slip ended up being like the ticket <laughs> to a better life. That's what I say, right? So, you know, I'm so, I'm so glad that... Um, you were able to keep soaring and, and you were able to not let that, what could have been a devastating situation, really have you um, stuck um, and, and not really getting out here and making a bigger, huge difference in the world. I wouldn't have been able to meet you and I wouldn't have had my book edited because, you know, you even helped me, right? Right. Um, so, you know, it's important for, it's important if you, if you have gifts and talents and things like this happen, it's so critically important. I tell people all the time, keep moving, keep going, find the opportunity, don't give up, right? You can't fail if you keep going, but if you stop, you can fail. So the, the key is to keep moving, right? Oh yeah. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that you shared that with us. So what I want to do right now, I'm going to take a, a brief commercial break. And then when we come back, I'm going to talk to Corey now about what she does and, and how she helps others and entrepreneurs and um, how she can help you if you want to get your book out into the world or if you want to take a chance on, you know, becoming an entrepreneur. So, you know, sit tight with us for a little while. We'll be right back and um, we're going to continue the conversation. All right. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson. Are you a coach, consultant, expert, or service-based entrepreneur? Are you ready to build a sustainable business, scale a business to six figures or beyond, or legally protect your business? If you answered yes to any of these questions, we have a gift just for you. At Soar to Success Academy, entrepreneurs just like you hire us to accelerate their income and protect their profit. Today, you can download a free copy of our business Soar Blueprint. This blueprint will give you a step-by-step -step roadmap on how to not only build a profitable business, but how to also legally protect it. Your business Soar Blueprint is just a click away. Go to ChevelleMcPherson.com to claim your free blueprint and start building a profitable and protected business that will give you greater impact and greater income. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Okay, welcome back to Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted with my beautiful, amazing guest, Corey Wemsley. Um, so now um, I'm, I'm glad she shared with us at the first part of the show, she talked about um, her journey um, into the world of entrepreneurship, how she ended up here. Um, she came by way of an obstacle, which she turned into an amazing opportunity. So now tell everyone, tell the listeners exactly what it is that you are doing today. Okay. So um, 
I have kind of two parts to my business. And one is helping business owners write books for their own businesses. Um, And I do that either through uh, one-on-one coaching or through a coaching program that I just started this year. Um, It's called Brilliant Business Books, uh, or sorry, Brilliant Business Book Intensive. And it's a three-month course that basically we go through all the steps. I help everybody get their outline fleshed out, all their ideas down, um, and organize everything. Um, I get them templates. We have a couple calls a month. And I help everybody get through their book, um, you know, in just three months. And it's been really amazing working with people um, in this small group setting uh, to help them actually get their book done. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I like to offer, because I am an editor as well, is uh, I let them send me a chapter each month so I can go through it and say, hey, you're doing this really well. Um, Maybe we can fix this a little bit, flush this out. You know, we need to adjust your tone things like that, that, you know, by the time they get through, they're going to have a whole lot more information based on their specific needs. I love it because, you know, um, it's really great when you say that they can actually send you like a chapter a month, Mm -hmm. because one of the challenges that I see with a lot of entrepreneurs, whether it's writing a book or anything else, is most entrepreneurs look at where they are and where they want to be. So they look at their point A and they want to be at point Z, right? And then they get frustrated Because a lot of times they don't really know what steps to take to get to point Z. They know that they want to be there, right? And the frustration comes with, I usually say, it's not in knowing what you want to do, but it's in how. So Mm -hmm. when when you actually require them to send you a chapter every month, you're actually helping them step by step by step to get there. Mm -hmm. And it's called baby steps and baby wins. And do you find that it's, do you find that with working with your clients that way, do you find that that helps them overcome some of the challenges that um, aspiring authors face? I think so. Because uh, a couple of them I've reached out and said, hey, you did a fantastic job. You're a very good writer. And they've been surprised. Like, oh, I, I didn't know I wrote that well. It really means a lot coming from you. So I think that gives them a little bit more confidence in their writing. Um, Honestly, everything I've read has been good. There's, there's never anything that comes to me that just doesn't make any sense or it's all garbled or anything. And I think, you know, sometimes people say, oh, I'm not a writer. Um, so then they think, you know, I can't write a book. You probably can. You know, if you're speaking all the time, you know this stuff by heart, then, you know, just write it down. And there are ways to do it without actually writing. I mean, you can use software where you speak and it, you know, uh, transcribes it for you. So there are ways around it. And, you know, once you get it down on paper, you know, you have something to work with. So what do you think, what do you find to be the biggest challenge um, that aspiring authors have when they first start to work with you? Um, one of the biggest challenges is time. I think everyone thinks, you know, it takes years to write a book or it can take years or, you know, the really good books need to take years but they really don't. And if you have some of the tips and tools that I like to use, um, the templates, uh, it really cuts down on your time and it gives you a a simple way to get from uh, concept to, uh, you know, completion really fast. Okay. And so what do you, what do you think is, you said that you have a lot of techniques that they can use. So do you want to share some of your, what are some of Corey's, strategies, if you can give us some 
um, if I wanted to write a book, so like I wrote a book, right? Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that I did when I started writing my book was I just brain dumped. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I just sat there and I just, I didn't try to like organize everything. I just got everything flushed out of my head. Mm-hmm. I put it all down and then I went and I organized it. Right. So mm-hmm. what, do, what do you suggest for someone who hasn't written a book that wants to write a book? Um, what would be some strategies that you would suggest that would be very helpful to, to, to a new author? Uh, that actually what you said is what I tend to teach is to, you know, get everything out of your head because, you know, you can't work with it if it's all stuck in your head and you're trying to organize it in there. You're trying to say, oh, this is a good idea. This is a bad idea. Um, you know, just brain dump. And then you can see what you have. You can cross off stuff that doesn't make sense for your audience. Uh, you might end up changing the whole trajectory of your book once you get everything out and you finally see what information you have. So that's one of the first steps you have to take. Um, And then I always tell people to look at your audience and your purpose. Um, You know, who do you want to write for and why? What do they need? What problem are you solving? Um, What are they interested in finding out? Uh, What gaps in information can you fill in? What is your strongest point that you can put out there. Uh, Those are the things that you have to look at. And you may find out, um, you know, if you have a a broad audience, maybe you want to reach just the people who are just starting out in their journey on, you know, whatever you're working on. Or maybe you want to reach people who are, um, you know, upper level who have hit a point and now they're not sure what to do. And, you know, you need a book for that. So identifying who you want to talk to is just as important. And then, um, can I tell you one trick that I like to use? Yes, we want to hear tricks. <laughs> I've been talking a lot about this one already. Um, I call it a hard drive deep dive. So get on your computer and see what you already have written. Uh, people who are bloggers already have stuff written. People who are speakers already have you yes. know, points for their speeches. Uh, see what you have. And chances are you have an outline. You might even have half of a chapter. You have some stuff there. You have... Um, lists of tools that you can give people. Um, You know, you have all the puzzle pieces. And if you can get a third of your book or a half of your book from stuff that's already written, it makes it so much faster. I love it. And you know what? I was supposed to reach out to you, right? (laughs) Um, So here's the thing. I love that you just said that last part. So you talked about like, she, she mentioned three things, Corey said. You talked about brain dumping, which is great for just getting everything out. Don't worry about anything. Um, I, after you brain dump, you mentioned the next thing, which really figuring out who you're going to write to, like, who is the, who is your target audience? Who is that ideal reader? Right. And I think that that's important too, because, you know, you can't, you can't write just like, you can't write for everyone. Like you can't serve everyone right. Right? because then you'll be all over the place, you know, and, and you're not going to be for everyone and that's okay. But if you write to a specific person, if you have a specific reader in mind, it'll give you more clarity and it'll also help you organize the brain dump, right? But the last thing that you said, I really love because this is what I am about to do. Really what you just talked about is called repurposing your content. Yeah. Right? And so I'm actually in the process now, you're going to be hearing from me off the air. (laughs) Uh, So I actually taught an online course. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to share this with the audience because this is relevant. You just this is really critical. People think that they have to always create new content and they don't. Right. So I taught an online class. I'm actually going to have it transcribed. 
and I'm going to send it to Corey <laughs> and we're going to have it edited and we're going to, you know, put it into a book, right? Because I already have my content. I'll get the content back, the transcript. I'll look through it and, you know, sort of or pull out what I want, whatever. I'll get that to you so we can put it in the form of a manuscript and we can work on going from there. That's a great way to write a book. So yeah. for people out there, you know, if you have an online course, that's one way. Like you said, if you've written blogs, you can take your blogs and compile the blogs, right? Um, if you've done a bunch of podcasts and shows, you can transcribe. So I think that's really great. And I think that's really good for people who really don't know where to start, but they've already been putting content and things out there, right? Mm -hmm. If you've already been speaking, like you just said, or you've already been writing, if you already look, like you said, go into your hard drive mm -hmm. and see where, you know, a lot of content is already at and repurpose it. And guess what? So many people may already have a book. They just haven't compiled it into a book. Right. So that's a great way to start. But you know what else I also wanted to um, talk to you about is um, how do you think a book can benefit an entrepreneur? Okay. Um, you can use a book for several different things. And uh, one of them is as like a bonus whenever people are signing on for coaching or for um, an event, uh, you know, something like that, you can say, hey, you sign up by this point, here's, you know, you get a free copy of my book. Um, so that's something that, you know, you write it once, and you can give it out as many times as you want to. And it's not, a, this is another myth, people think you have to buy a ton of books, or that costs a fortune to print them. Mm -hmm. um, one of my books, it typically, typically costs like $5 to print it. Right, yeah. I pay $5 for a book, and I hand it to somebody. And, you know, they get a lot of great information out of it and I've paid five dollars to give that to them so and you know what and, and this is the other thing that's in, that I think is important for the audience to understand you pay five dollars for the book you give it away because a lot of times people think you know why am I giving my stuff away you have to give your you have to give your I always say you have to give your prospects and your potential clients something of value right okay. Because when you give them up something of value, they now can get an insight into Corey's world, right? Oh, this is how Corey does work. This is what, and now they can develop rapport with you. And then you've just created um, what, you know, I usually say you, you're going to take your prospects down a line where they're going to build rapport and then they're going to become, you know, fans and then they're going to want to buy things from you. And like you said, a book is a great way to do that because you're introducing them to who you are because some people think, Oh, I need clients. I need clients. A book is a great lead magnet, but it doesn't mean they're going to be a, become a client right now. Right. You could give someone a book and then a few months later that now they, that now they followed you and they need an editor or they need, you know, a coach or they need, you know, someone to help them put their speech together, whatever it is they need. And if you've given them a book, you'll probably be top of mind when they're ready to get the next thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's really, it's interesting um, that you say that. And what do you think about the concept of, because when I first wrote my book, I just wrote a book. Uh, but now I have this concept of a passion book versus a profit book. Okay. Right. And so for me, I feel like when I first wrote my book, it was sort of about my life and it was my story and my journey and more a lot about, you know, my sorepreneur story, which is great. Um, but what I'm going to do now is going to be my profit book, which is the book that 
um, I can use, like you said, like, you know, if you really want to bring people into your world for your services, you know, do you think that it's good for them to have what I call the profit book, which is the book that talks about their services, what they do, or it can, you know, help them with something that a challenge in their life? Because as we know, we're in business to solve someone's problem. So the profit book is more about the problem, you know, that the potential reader is is facing and the solution that, you know, you offer through a book, right? So speak a little bit about that, about, you know, the passion versus the profit book. Um, well, the passion book is, you know, something that helps people get to know you better. Right. Um, and those are wonderful to write, but sometimes they can take a little bit longer just because, um, you know, you don't necessarily have the material written and it is more personal. So sometimes that kind of gives people a hang up like, oh, do I really want to talk about this? Um, I'm going to need a couple days, uh, maybe after a bottle of wine. Yes, <laughs> yes. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but then the, the profit book can be a lot quicker. Um, they're, uh, you know, more for getting people into the funnel. Um, you can also use them to build your credibility too, because if you reach out to um, a podcaster or a, a newspaper, a magazine, uh, you know, TV shows or whatever, and you say, oh, I'm the best-selling author of this, uh, you know, they're, they're going to sit up and say, oh, you know, this person really knows what they're talking about. So right. those are kind of the differences. And I mean, you can absolutely market them to the same audience, but you may find different people needing different things from you. Right. And I think, and this is just, again, this is just my opinion because I've written a book. Um, but I think that for, and you can tell me if you agree, um, I think if an entrepreneur is really trying to um, make their mark into the world of letting people know who they are in terms of what they do so that they can get leads, they can get clients, they should really focus on the profit book, which is really just talking about, like you said, that's when you can go on your hard drive because you've taught the online course, right? So when you, the profit book is more about the hard skills, right? It's like, how do you, um, how do you, you know, write a speech or how do you write a book or how do you, you know, get to six figures or how do you get to seven figures? Or it's like the how to do this book and entrepreneurs that need to know how to do that um, they can, you know, sell that book and then people are going to buy it. And then that's going to be what you said is going to lead them into your funnel. It's going to lead them into relationship with you. It's going to have them have a rapport with you. So, I mean, I personally think that if you're going to write a book and like you just said, the quickest way is to go on your hard drive or, to, you know, we talked about repurposing information. Um, it took me almost three, four years to write my passion book because, I would send it out and then I didn't, then I'm, oh, I forgot this happened when I was two, right? So, you know, you're going back and forth. And then at the end of the day, it's going, that's a book of inspiration, right? But the, the profit book is a book of, you know, here's how you can get something done, right? Here's how you can move your business forward, right? It's really to bring people in. So I think that, you know, that's a good tip for them too, is to, to and that goes back to the who that you talked about, who are you writing the book for? Right. If you're writing a book for someone who's trying to build a business, it needs to be a profit book. How do you build a business? If you're writing a book for someone who wants to know how to give a talk, you want to you know, write a book about that. So I think that that's a really good thing. So it, it's that, you know, you've given a lot of good information. You've told people how to brain dump. You've told people how to figure out who they're writing to. Um, you know, you've told them 
um, about the, you know, the passion, the profit book. Like we've covered a lot and I think it's really, really been, been helpful. Um, are there any other things that you think would be helpful to the listener in terms of getting their book out there, writing a book, or just getting through this, you know, entrepreneurial journey? Mm-hmm. Any tips on that? Um, well, as far as writing a book, that's the easy part for me. Uh, so um, the first thing I tell people is I give you permission to write a messy first draft. It does not have to be perfect. Um, it can be crazy sounding at first. Just dump it all out on the paper, sit down, write it. Once you have something written, then you can actually work with it. But if you never write that book, you never sit down and write it and get all your ideas out, then you don't have a book. You have nothing to work with. And, you know, you'll never get your message out into the world. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, just sit down and do it. Even if you just get through the brain dump, um, you know, sometimes that's all it takes is to get through the brain dump and then you get excited and you say, oh, you know, these ideas are great. You know, let's start with that. Let's build off of that. Um, just get it out. Uh, so that's, that's my book tip. Um, as far as the entrepreneurial journey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still in the middle of it. So uh, I would say if you are thinking about it, um, <laughs> for me, I would have dipped the toe in the water. I wouldn't have jumped, you know, <laughs> first in like I had to. But, um, like most of us, we get thrown, yeah. right? Most yeah. entrepreneurs, mo- listen, most entrepreneurs did not plan to like just go be an entrepreneur. Yeah. For most of us, something happened. You know, we were either fired from a job. We didn't get the job that we want. You know, most people think, oh, you went out there, you started a business or you started your own law firm. I mean, I was sick of being at the prosecutor's office. Right. So I started my own. I was tired of working day and night and missing my kid. And, you know, it, it's a lot. And people don't understand you're sort of pushed because it becomes unsettling in your, you know, in your, in your soul. So you're either pushed out there by a way that you get fed up or you're literally pushed out there because you're handed a pink slip. Right. right. And then you just got to figure it out. So, yeah. you know, word to the listeners is, is <laughs> just like she said, just as far as this journey is concerned. And you know what you, you also just said, you just said, this is interesting. You said, I'm in the middle of this. Yeah. And let me just say this to you for, for people need to understand that they can't compare their beginning to someone's middle or someone's middle to their end. You you understand what I'm saying? So I think it's important because for a lot of people, they will not see you in the middle. I mean, look, you are successful at what you do. You have clients, you're getting results. You are a success story in your own right. But you just described yourself as being in the middle because of where you know you're trying to go, right? So- But what I would say to what I would say to the entrepreneurs that are listening to this show is just start and don't compare where you are now if you don't have clients or you don't have a book or you don't know where to start. Just like she said, as far as your book is concerned, as far as your business is concerned, you just have to start. Right. If you don't start, it's never going to happen. The right. entrepreneur, the business isn't going to happen. The book isn't going to happen. So word from today, from Corey, is to just start, <laughs> okay? And that's something we've talked about before, too. Um, mentoring, uh, getting support, all of it is vital. I, I wouldn't be here if I hadn't reached out and found other entrepreneurs, if I hadn't found a business coach, if I hadn't found you know, the support that I looked for. 
and I knew I needed it. So <laughs> I made sure that was in place. And you cannot, and I cannot emphasize how important that is. I had this conversation on last week's show because even with me, with like all these degrees behind me on the wall and with all of my experience and expertise and having been an attorney for almost 19 years and tried homicides and all kinds of cases, when I started focusing on helping entrepreneurs and doing business coaching, I hired a business coach. Hmm. Surprise, right? <laughs> I've had in the course of the last three years, I probably had three or four business coaches because I have different coaches for different things. I have coaches for different strategies. I have coaches for automation. I have different coaches because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how skilled you are in you know what you do in serving your entrepreneurs and editing and writing and, and co- it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, there is someone out there who's already gone down this road. You're traveling. Someone out there who's already gone down this road. I'm traveling. That are wiser and are more experienced, right? And they can pave the way. So I tell entrepreneurs all the time, she could not have said that, emphasize that enough. Like getting a mentor and a coach is critically important if you really want to grow your business. Some people say, oh, I don't want to spend the money. You're not spending the money. You're investing in your future. Yeah. Right? You're investing in your business. It's a return on investment. So I'm going to just let that sit right there because most, most of the people who I come into contact with, especially successful entrepreneurs, they have all at some point, either now or before, they've had a coach or they go to masterminds. They do, they network, they get around like-minded people that have traveled the road and paved the road so that now they can just hold your hand and walk, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad, I'm really glad that you mentioned that. So um, it's been a great, it's been an honor and a pleasure having you here. And I want you to, to tell the, share with the listeners, um, how can they get in touch with you? Um, if they want to speak to you further about what you do, getting a book out there or just a journey, how can they reach you? Where is Corey hanging out? <laughs> okay. Um, well, I have a website. It's CoreyWamsley.com. Um, that's Corey with a C and an I. Um, and uh, I actually have, uh, I have a contact page. You can reach me on there. I have a great freebie on there. Um, okay. Yeah, it's uh, my seven steps to writing your first business book. Um, it's a, me, guys. Yeah, it's a really simple worksheet um, where I walk you through the brain dump, um, talking about your audience and your purpose and all the other fabulous steps um, to make it super easy for you to start on your first book. Um, and if you want to go straight to the link, it's just uh, it's a bit link bit.ly slash seven steps biz book. Okay. And I'll make sure that we put that down in the, um, so we'll have a link there so that they can go um, and get it. I'll let you repeat it one more time because it sounds like an awesome and amazing gift that you should go get. I mean, she's given you a, a template that people pay lots of money to, to sit <laughs> with her and learn one-on-one. So when someone's offering you something that can transform your business, you should take the opportunity and time to reap that benefit because it will definitely help you in your business. I'm telling you, Corey's amazing. Um, she helped me with my book. I'm, I have two more books I'm going to get done. We've already been talking about it. It's just that I've been so busy, but she's, I'm going to her. There's like no doubt about it. Like she helped me with the first one. She's going to help me with the rest of them, but reach out, get your gift. Um, and you know, I just, I'm thank you so much for coming. 
Well, thank you. This was so nice getting to talk to you and talk about books. <laughs> yes, books are great. Books are great. Books will help you get your message out into the world. And um, books will, you know, also serve the purpose that you just talked about with being a lead gen and all these other great things. And, you know, and it's not that difficult. Like you said, if worst case scenario, if you don't feel like right, starting to write, do what she just said. Go on your hard drive. Find the blog, right? Find, the, you know, the course. Find, you know, um, things that you've already done. Your speeches. I'm sure you have. If you're an entrepreneur, I'm sure you have some content. And if you're, if you have content and you're not sure how to repurpose it, that's probably something that you can also help them with, right? Figuring out how they can put that into a book. Because mm-hmm. you're going to help me do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, so it's been great. I want to thank you once again um, for coming in and sharing your, your information and your nuggets. And I'm telling you, audience, listeners, I want you to not only have uh, listened to this, this, this show and have gotten these nuggets, I, I want you to take some action because this is not, we're not here just to give you information. I mean, she's giving you some information that you can actually execute. Right. If you're interested in writing a book and you go get the free gift, you can actually start going through the template and taking that information so that you can move your business ahead for So I'm not going to say any more about it. I want to once again, thank you for coming. Thank you. All right. And we shall talk soon. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson, where entrepreneurs like you get empowered and educated with business and legal strategies they need to build and scale successful businesses. Join us every week as we continue these entrepreneurial conversations. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, please visit ChevelleMcPherson.com and click on the podcast link. Be sure to subscribe so you get notified when new episodes are released. Remember, your successful business may be on the other side of an interruption. So keep soaring uninterrupted so you can have the income you desire, the peace of mind you deserve, and a lifestyle you've designed. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.